Yamashita Treasure is such a huge controversy of time. Do you agree, partner? Yes, partner. And besides, we already talked about this in our first episode. So be sure to check those first before you proceed in this episode. You are absolutely right. And based on our chit-chat with our honorable guest, I guess we already had our conclusion about the issue. And that's right. So sit back and relax for we are all about to tell the clear conclusion about this amazing history in our home country. Until today, there are st- still pro- self-proclaimed treasure hunters dedicated to finding the Yamashita treasure. There are also numerous foreign treasure hunters that visit the Philippines, intending to discover one of the many purpose-fed Yamashita treasures scattered around the Philippines. Some are doing it to scam other potential investors by approaching people by showing off a few gold bars and a map of their find. However, excavation by treasure hunters will threaten to cost landslides in a remote village. Thus, many of them are suffering financial bankruptcy, minor injuries, and even death just because of their obsession. There are countless stories like days where people get scammed over the promise of securing Yamashita treasure and probably believe that it's either impossible to obtain the treasure and no one in the right mind will report them to the authorities for fear of becoming a laughing stock of the community. As of now, there is no proven evidence that Yamashita treasure exists including the Jerry Rojas and his golden lily that was supposedly stolen by Ferdinand Marcus. There is also a theory that Americans have already secured all of the treasure after the war by collaborating with the surrendering Japanese Imperial Army. So the search for treasure is more like a search for explanations, justice, and hope. The stories are fundamentally about resources that are unfairly withheld from their deserving recipients, and they almost always correspond to periods of colonial occupation and political suppression. In this light, mythical treasure might be seen as a repressed hope for future economic rewards. In circumstances of hardship and dramatic wealth inequality, the discovery of lost treasure becomes a possible explanation for why one half family is rich while their neighbors remain poor. If the status quo is a brutal and unshakable class system, wealth is quite rationally explained as a matter of blind luck rather than hard work. It is unsurprising then that Ferdinand Marcus is a sometimes cast a conspirator in the retrieval of Japanese gold. One legend has said that a poor farmer discovered a golden statue of Buddha, but this happy find was forcefully reappropriated by the Mar- Marcus region. Can there be any simpler analogy for the economic exploitation of the poor by the powerful? It's also possible that these stories are not just talking about the loss of material resources but are also a way of accounting for a perceived loss of intangible heritage. What is referred today as a colonial mentality is a kind of cultural inferiority complex stemming from past occupations by, by foreign rulers. Or as Rizal tried to explain it way, way back in 1889, Filipinos gave their writing, their songs, their poems, their laws, and became ashamed of what was their own. They began to admire and praise whatever was foreign and incomprehensible their spirit was dismayed and it surrendered. Yes, treasure story serves as a morale-boosting reminder that the nation holds a secret and priceless wealth that has not yet been fully actualized. 
And after all, despite the predation of un- unlicensed treasure hunters, Philippine archaeologists continue to gain us knowledge of the archipelago's distant past, while historians, artists, and the narrators of folk tales creatively preserve and reward the songs, the poems, and the laws that were presumed to have been lost. Philippine cultural heritage and identity is a priceless treasure and well within our grasp. We need to recognize before we destroy it and will eventually vanish in the Philippine history. Well, thank you for that, partner. And I would also to thank everyone for listening. And we do hope that you've learned something. You are welcome, partner. And for the listeners, I would like to state this quote as what Miss Judy Garland said. The greatest treasures are those invisible to the eye, but found by the heart. Have a great day, everyone.